Welcome to the Landco Podcast, an analytical behind-the-scenes look into land investing and land ownership, covering marketing conditions, current inventory, and updates on all relevant land ownership issues here in Illinois, mixed in with some timely hunting and fishing reports. Hey guys, welcome back to the Landco Podcast, here with Ryan Pudick. Um, another episode in the series, Top 10 Ways to Increase the Value and Enjoyment of Your Farm. Again, primarily talking recreational farms. Last episode, we talked about um, access, so trails, roads. In this episode, I want to talk about converting pasture or grassland to tillable. So we've actually been doing this for the last, it's been what, pretty popular? What do you think, the last five years? Yeah, I'd say five years. Six years. Um, So it just seems like over the last five, six, seven years, um, people are willing to farm stuff and maybe it's because technology and equipment have improved, but they're willing to farm stuff that 20 years ago, you just didn't see farmed. Uh, And most of that stuff, not all of it, but most of it is reclaimed strip mine ground that used to be just pasture land. And now you're seeing people farm it. So uh, we'll talk about that in this episode. Again, the the, uh, structure of these is we run through just some basic questions. You know, what is it? Um, Why would you do it? When and where is it a possibility? Like, can I do it on my farm? And then lastly, we'll talk about uh, how you do it. So the what is pretty simple. We're talking about essentially adding tillable anywhere on your farm. So look at your farm. If there's a spot that you can put into production, you just do it. Okay, so that's what this episode is about. Why would you do it? I mean, that's that's fairly simple. Uh, You're taking something that's not producing income and you're adding a feature that now increases the income on your farm. So it's pretty basic. Even if you were getting some income on like, let's say it was uh, pasture land and you leased out cattle or something, what's that even, we don't do much of that. So I don't even know what that would lease for off the top of my head. It's like not 50, a lot. 50 bucks an acre or something like that. Maybe 25 bucks an acre. Yeah. So uh, you take something that's either producing no- nothing or very little. And also now you're farming it and you know, it doesn't rent like, egg ground wood and champagne but you know you can get what 150 get 150 bucks 160 bucks an acre yeah. maybe 175 yeah and a few we know a few people are getting 200 on yeah. some of that stuff so um the reason the why you do it is pretty simple you know if you can increase the uh the income on a farm it improves the value um and not necessarily enjoyment but i enjoy what i, I enjoy when i got more money in my bank account <laughs> <Right>. so uh <laughs> I guess you could waterfowl hunt it, like put a field pit. So there could be yeah. some enjoyment, but for the most part, um, the more money you have coming in on a farm, the more enjoyable it is to own. Not from a recreational standpoint, but like you own a farm that had a bunch of income on it and you've owned timber farms. When you own a timber farm and like the taxes are due and you have no money coming in, like it sucks. It's not fun. It's the worst. It's, it's a bad time of the year when you got to write that check. Yeah. So but when you've got income coming in off the farm, it's a lot easier to write that check. A lot easier. Yep. Uh, so that's why you do it. Pretty simple. On the when, you know, when and where is this possible? I would say most common is going to be your strip mine stuff, right? Because that's no. Or any, any. Uh, I was just on a farm yesterday, uh, a client of ours that uh, it was 55 acres. In fact, uh, Matt is a broker for us. Yeah. Uh, is that their farm and it was 55 acres and it was all they'd ran either horses or cattle all over this place and all the rolling hills that were just 
just wide open, you could go in there and and not necessarily till all that up, but do a burn down on it and and uh, no till drill, uh, you know whatever. Typically, beans yeah. is what you normally do at least for the first year because your yeah. expenses are so low. But uh, uh, that was a non-strip mine farm. It yeah. was just a, a farm that had a lot of different pockets of timber with some rolling hills that were just wide open grasslands. Yep. Um, so it doesn't necessarily have to be just, you know, in the strip mine areas or strip mine farm, uh, you know, uh, heavy, heavily strip mined areas like Fulton County or Knox County. Um, it could, it, it, it could apply anywhere. Yeah. You do, you do see it sometimes with, uh, the farm we have for sale, the 80 acres down like Cuba, there's three or yeah. four patches there and it used to be an equestrian farm. So they wanted alfalfa or whatever they had. Yeah. Or grass hay or yeah, whatever. Hay. Yes. So there is times when you, We'll get into a farm, and you're right; it's not strip mine stuff. But for whatever reason, they're not farming it. Yeah. So our advice to our clients always is just do it. Do it, and your expenses are pretty low by to to get started doing it. You know, basically, you're you're you may do a little bit of you know some uh, burning, but uh, you know, basically, it's just mowing it, spraying it, doing a burn down on it to kill everything, and then just you know, if there's some erosion issues, maybe address that. Other than that, with the new technology and equipment, you can you can drill beans right into that sod. Yeah. And you know, are they going to produce seventy bushel beans? No, but forty five and fifty bushel beans is not unheard of. Yeah. They'll they'll produce enough to get one hundred fifty bucks an acre from the farmer. And then you can and then you know and then see how that goes. And then the next year maybe turn it into corn uh, yeah. and start putting it into a rotation. Um, you know, uh, it, there's a lot of lot of ways to do it. It just makes sense because it is now another source of income coming in. Yeah. You do see sometimes, um, not as often, at least in central Illinois, but when someone will buy a farm and there's a nice flat area in timber where they can go and remove a bunch of brush and start farming it. But most of the, happens sometimes, but most of the farms you see around here in Illinois, if it can be farmed, it's been cleared and farmed at yeah. some point. Yes. You know, push right up to the. A lot of the Fulton County farms, you get to the edge of the field and it, like you got to be a goat to climb the straight, so. shoot straight down yeah. 100 feet. Yeah. But some, we've bought farms before, uh, personally or for clients, where you find a 10 or 15 acre spot that's like, hey, this is pretty flat. Let's just clear this brush and plant it. Yeah. You go in there with like the forestry cutter. Yeah, you, just, you can do a forestry cutter sometimes just because you don't want a lot of uh, debris because uh, you're going to be planting into it. You know, sometimes they, uh, you will. That's an application for a an excavator, uh, uh, hi ho, and, right. and a dozer because then you can get all the the root balls out, um, and with the dozer you can clean everything up really nice, and, and then go in there with minimal cleanup and plant into that. Yep. So as far as a why, like and how it improves the value, you know we're valuing right now um, non, let's just say strip mine stuff because that's where it's most common here in Illinois. If it's not in, in production, you know, you're looking at, and I should say it's not in water. If it's just remainder miscellaneous acres, you know, you're talking 3000 3200 bucks an acre. If it's in production, you know, that bumps up to six grand, 6500 right away. So mm -hmm. there's an immediate return when you convert, you know, and you may not get all the way there the first year, but there's an immediate return on those acres when you can convert stuff that's not in production to production like immediately. So, uh, you know, trails are the first thing we recommend. Um, but the next thing is if there's stuff that you can farm and you're not 
from a value standpoint, just do it immediately. On an enjoyment side, again, it's it's nice to be getting that income, but it is good for wildlife. I mean, if yeah. if you're in a farm and there's no ag, and maybe you're not using it for production purposes, maybe yeah. maybe you're going to leave those those cleared acres or that that pasture ground that is now in in uh, some type of a row crop. Maybe that will now become, if you're a deer hunter or or a bird hunter or whatever, your food plot. Yeah, and now sure. you're not taking money away from the production field that you would normally leave some of that up for, for, for food. Now you can utilize this, this other part of the farm and, and harvest all the production fields. Right. And even the cut, you know, if let's say you have 80 acres of, with no ag on it, let's say you put 10 acres in and even if you harvest it, like a cut field is still good for wildlife. I mean, deer yeah. go out there and if you're in a waterfowl area, like cut fields are great for waterfowl hunting. So uh, I guess I jumped the gun a little bit saying there's not much enjoyment adding ag, but there is. There's some wildlife benefits there. Yeah. So that covers most of it. That's what it is, why and you know why you do it, when and where, how Ryan got into it a little bit. And it is pretty easy. Usually when we do it, it's um, it's like a two or three year process, would you say? Like you do the, the first year, you do the easy stuff. Get in there and mow and burn and whatever you can plant the first year easily we do it and then the next year you'll come back with like a dozer and clear some waterways and stuff like that but the easy spots we always say do it right away right away yeah 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 so and if it's enough acres you know it may take a couple years to get it all dialed in but um for the most part the first year you can get something established yeah um okay well that covers uh this one Again, this is the series top 10 ways to increase the value and enjoyment of your farm. And we will be back at it next week. What's the, Ryan's got his listing from, what's the next series? Wetlands. Wetlands. So we'll be talking about wetlands on the, the next series. And that'll wrap it up for this one. Thanks for listening. We-